Jung thought of the self as a four-dimensional entity that, that extended across time and space. That was the totality of you. It's the absence of consciousness that is creating terminal crisis. The ultimate reality, not God in a politically kingly sense, but God in the sense of being the self. We are the ones we have been waiting for. Our world needs us now. Hello and welcome to the Connect and Evolve podcast. My name is Ben Holt and it is an honor to introduce you to some of the greatest health and wellness experts, artists, spiritual teachers, and innovators of our time. The intention of this podcast is to provide you with the necessary tools and understanding to create a beautiful life full of empowerment, abundance, and sovereignty for you and your loved ones. Through conscious conversations and guided experiences, we will be expanding to new horizons and discovering what it means to be fully expressed. So thank you so much for being here. And without further ado, let's dive in. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode, everyone. And thank you so much for being here. How are you doing? Truly, how are you? What's new for you? What's new in your life? Are you taking the moments to smell the roses, take a deep breath. I encourage you all to just relax into whatever moment you're experiencing now. I encourage you all to really just enjoy every moment as much as you can and to remember that we are here for a brief moment. So enjoy it, experience life. We're here to experience the ups and downs and just remember that it's a game we are here playing. Even if it seems very real, we're here learning and growing and educating. And we talk a lot about that today in the podcast. A lot of incredible, incredible words of wisdom and medicine from my brother, Max Hindle. And you're going to catch all of that here momentarily. But for now, I want to plug our sponsor really quickly. I am in harmony.com. As you guys know, Craig Goldberg is a good friend of mine, and he created the most amazing meditation technology on earth. Do yourself a favor, go into I go to IamInHarmony.com forward slash Ben Holt. When you do that, you will receive 5% off of the meditation cushion and the sound lounge and all of their products, which could equal could add up to a lot of money off of your product. So I highly encourage utilizing this opportunity. They've been gracious enough to offer us 5% off, and they have vibroacoustic frequency-based technology that teaches you how to meditate and brings you so deep into your meditations it will blow your mind. I absolutely love this technology and I can't recommend it enough. So IamInHarmony.com forward slash Ben Holtz. Go check it out. Second podcast, uh, <laughs> second podcast, second and final sponsor is Sacred Embodiment Retreats. We have our very beautiful, beautiful retreats happening all year long. And with them is, is really nicely tied into this is the breathwork facilitator trainings. So if you want to learn more about the retreats and the trainings, go to connectandevolve.com and you can go straight to check out the breathwork facilitator training at connectandevolve.com forward slash breathwork. Let me know that you heard about it on the podcast, the training or the retreat, and I'll give you a sweet little discount. My guest today is Max Hindle. He's an amazing guy. He's an incredible hypnotist, hypnotherapist, and he's just got a wealth of knowledge and wisdom to share. So without further ado, please welcome my brother, Max Hindle. Brother Max, how you doing, my friend? I'm wonderful, Benjamin. I'm wonderful. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here and joining us for the show today, brother. Uh, what's new in your world these days? What's new? There's, there's, there's a lot that's new. I'm, I'm just um, focusing on building my YouTube channel. I'm really focusing on like uh, pretty much rebranding my, my whole self mm -hmm. and working more on what my subconscious actually knows um, and has known for ever since I wrote the book. But my conscious mind was just too naive to accept it for a while. But I've I finally got there. My conscious mind has accepted it. And now my branding has changed. And I'm just following the path that the universe wants me to go on. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's opened me up and it's like, look, Max, we, we've suppressed you in certain areas for you to get to this place. And now finally I'm there and it's, it's a bit of a, a weight lifted off my shoulder, but it's, mm -hmm. it's part of the, part of the journey, man. It's part of the journey. Absolutely. The pressure creates the diamond, right? hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. 
Beautiful, man. So let's drop into your book. I know you just wrote this. I haven't even gotten the chance to dive into it, but we, we've been connected for what, two, three years now? How many years? Yeah. Yeah. Cause it was, it was before COVID, wasn't it? We were planning on yeah. connecting. I was going to come out to, uh, to you, I think. Well, I was going to, I was going to, we were saying about Bali, but then I was going to come out to you. Um, and then it would just was locked down. Like you couldn't even fly anywhere. So we were like, Oh, yeah. and then, but then we're like, Sedona. yeah, that was it. And, and like we said, like, I think, I think that has been quite good that it's given like it's, it's separated us for a period of time, but we, like we said, we're, we're going to come back together. It's inevitable. And we'll probably oh, refer yeah. back to this podcast in five, 10 years time. and be like, <laughs> we did say, we did say. <laughs> Absolutely, man. So let's talk about your book a little bit, brother. What is it? Is this your, your kind of everything that you've been working on for the past few years, kind of all allocated into one resource or, or what's the meat and potatoes of it? Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've bought out a book and then a journal as well. And the journal is basically what I use every morning and that's uh, like 180 days to um, basically switch your life around. Um, I'll, I'll go into that. I'll have to yes, uh, show do. you a copy of it, but this is the book at the moment, Kintsugi for the mind. And it's basically, which is my tagline, which is, like I said, my subconscious knew this. It knew this is what I needed to help people with mm-hmm. manifest your perfect life, despite your painful past. So my my goal with the book is to prove you can go through anything absolutely anything um and you can still prosper and thrive um i've given a lot of examples and it's it's a short book as well R- main reason if i'm being honest is a selfish reason i'm 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 not a massive reader and i wanted to make it easy for people like myself so anyone who is a good reader can get through it in an, in pretty much a day um but someone like myself and they want to take their time but they want the information still they just don't want to look at a 350 page book um, so it's sort of like what, how, uh, or what, why, and how to do X. Um, but like I said, it's taken you from where you were to where you want to be. There's a lot of science explaining the spirituality, um, and just diving into the whole, like where you are right now doesn't have to be your final destination. Sure. And that book basically takes you through it. And then there is a guided, uh, hypnosis tape with it called the Kintsugi for the mind method, um, which is a collaboration of breathing techniques um, with meditation, with hypnosis, to which I have said, I haven't released an advanced um, version of this, mainly because I don't know the implications of it, because I've been having some wild experiences where I just sort of lose consciousness. And if I'm being honest, they're more profound than when I took ayahuasca. And it blows my mind still, wow. but it's repeatable. Um, and that still blows my mind every day that I can do it every single time without fail. But I haven't quite released the advanced method because. I, I I'm still seeing the outcomes of me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm seeing beautiful things appear in my life, like absolute yeah. incredible synchronicities. But yeah, I, I feel like that's more something I need to teach one-to-one because it is very in depth and there can be like, it can feel quite scary going into it because it's mm-hmm. like, for me, it, it's like taking ayahuasca for the first time. When I do it, I sort of feel a little bit nervous going into it, but when I'm in it, I'm like, that was just amazing. <laughs> so this is a, a, uh, multiple questions I have here, but this is a meditation basically that includes breath, music, and affirmations and induction. So it's, it's the way that I would describe it is a hypnosis track um, okay. with a certain breathing, uh, with two breathing techniques in it. Um, awesome. So, so y- you'd be familiar with the breathing techniques for sure. Um, but they're, they're just two simple breathing techniques that really just effectively draw your energy out of the body like you put so much pressure on the body that the body just goes and it's that Mm. explosion of energy that is just from my current understanding more than the body can actually handle so it sort of has to go yeah yeah you go for a bit i'm taking you on a journey that's that's sort of Mm -hmm. the goal of it but i always come back around with a different perspective on whatever it is i was thinking about or on life in general like i'll come around and i'll look at paint and i'll go paint is such a beautiful thing. It can be in so many different colors and it's just so beautiful. And it is that. And every time it's just so profound. It really is. So this is, this is, it sounds to me like what you're doing is something like sonic neural breath work where it's connected diaphragmatic breathing that kind of brings you into that trance state along with hypnosis affirmations and, and a hypnosis yes. induction. Yes. Yes. That's awesome, man. I'm, I'm excited to try that for sure. That sounds amazing. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to, I'll have to explain the, the advanced method because you'll, yes. you'll be able to do it quite easily. I'm ready. Um, there's also an, an element of Qigong because I've been doing Qigong um, and 
the element of the fact that we can move chi around our body with our hands. Mm -hmm. The part where you lose consciousness, basically the end of the process is you, and I've done this for years with my meditation. Whenever I finish a meditation, I always breathe in hands up and then I give myself the prayer hands. I always do that. Right. And when I was doing Qigong, there's, I can't remember the name of the actual, uh, what's it like the, the, the mudra thing or whatever it's called, Mm -hmm. but you basically breathe in and then you just place your hands over your chest and you just feel that energy. Now, yeah. after you do the breath work, which is like you said, the, the, it's similar to like the Wim Hof breathing. So it's like, okay. that's the last breath that you do. Once you've done that 35 times, you raise your hands up and then you squeeze a certain, um, so certain muscles in your body from your, uh, um, yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, the, the way I explain it to people, I try and put it into like, simple terms as possible instead of going to the toilet both ends you're drawing energy in then you're squeezing your abdomen the lower abdomen the upper abdomen and you're when you're bringing that energy down you're focusing it and the body just literally just goes and then it is just like it's just something else man like you you probably experienced something similar to be honest oh yeah for sure for sure i've been playing around with the breath for a while uh and and have been to some really interesting places so you developed this technique yeah yeah it literally like i said it's it was through the different elements that i already do i mm-hmm. just combined it together because if i'm being honest all of these tech like they're not necessarily and when i say developed i say yes but also it's part and parcel from different thought leaders so sure, there's of course, part yes. of the wim hof method there's part of joe dispenser's breathing technique in there but then there are other elements of just a yogic breathing, like the Ujjayi breath through the whole process of just. Mm-hmm. And for that, that's just keeping your focus on something through the whole process. Yep. Um, so there's so many different elements of different things that I've sort of gone, right, you, you hear, you hear, you hear. If you want to look at it, kind of like how Richard Bandler and John Grinder made NLP. They just looked at the best elements of therapy and said, right, we'll take that. We'll take this. We'll take that. We'll take this. Here's NLP. Yep. That's kind of what I've done um, with, with the Kintsugi for the Mind Method. Beautiful. I mean, yeah, for sure. That's the same thing that I've done with a lot of my techniques as well. And that's, that's an original technique. I mean, you take, you know, a lot of different techniques and blend them together to create a unique flow and experience with a, an aspired intention and, and like, a, like an, action, an action item there. That's definitely an, uh, a unique flow, uh, unique to you. So my question is, what is Kintsugi? Kintsugi, right? Perfect. Um, don't actually. <laughs> what a what a fun word, Kintsugi. Yeah. So 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 Kintsugi is a Japanese art form. I, I explain okay. that in the book as well. But basically, long and short of it, um, the Japanese art form. And when you look at the book, you see all the cracks on my face. Dude, that's so um, cool. I love that graphic. It is really cool, isn't it? I got a guy to draw draw it. Um, if you, if you're only listening to this, go check it out on YouTube because I want you guys to see how how cool his cover of the 100%. book is. I was, if I'm being honest, I was very pleased with the outcome. I was like, <laughs> that actually does look cool, even if I do say so myself. Um, but basically, kintsugi is a Japanese art form that basically proves that if something's broken, it can look more beautiful than it always was. Yes, and I know what you're talking about now. The way they do it is they, they, let's say you crack a plate, and ironically, I've actually got a cracked plate. So I was going to make a video. I was going to make a video, and I've got a cracked plate, but. Right basically what it is is outlining the journey this plate has been on right so that crack is part of the plate's journey like highlight it with gold make Mm -hmm. it stand out and that is the idea of kintsugi is make use gold yeah so so in the original in the original kintsugi right um they used they used actual gold um now it's like gold powder and i've got a kintsugi kit in my office somewhere behind me i think um but it's basically like uh glue with um like gold powder gold dust and stuff like that and the goal with it is to highlight its whole process do you know i mean like highlight absolutely everything it's been through yeah everything it's been through like highlight your scars do you know i mean don't 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 think your scars are bad because your scars are what make you you the reason you are ben is because what you've been through do you know what I mean? Like Absolutely. everything. And, and I suppose like kind of seeing it like a tattoo, like the yeah, reason I got tattoos sure. is because I want them to look cool. Like, right. uh, and, and I always explain an analogy with a pencil. Like it's very easy to look sharp if you've never been used. 
The difference is, can you look sharp even though you've been through shit in your life? Do you know what I mean? Can you sharpen your, your dull edge? Yes. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I personally think a kintsugi plate looks way more beautiful than a standard plate. Sure. So that's why I'm sort of saying, like, despite what you've been through, and I'm not, like, dulling down people's traumas, their issues, their past. Sure. I'm not dulling that down. Sure. I'm actually saying, use it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I shout from the rooftops. I used to take, like, cocaine five, six times a week. I used to get into fights all the time. I used to be, I used to be a, just not a very nice kid. Which is but, fascinating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I'm the total now. opposite now. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. And now I'll sit and I'll read a book or I'll write a book. And before <laughs> it was like, yeah, no. When I left school, I'm not picking up a pen. I'm never writing anything down again. And I'm never, tr- like my spelling is still dreadful. But again, I appreciate that about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, I, I'm very open. I wouldn't have been able to write the book without spell check. I had to get my mum and my sister to reread the book and just say, can you please check the spelling? Because I know my spelling's atrocious, mm-hmm. but I just accept that about myself. And I accept that I've got flaws and we've all got flaws, mm-hmm. but even though I can't spell, I can still write a book. So right. even though you've been through something, you can still achieve the outcome. Right. That's beautiful. And I, I love this philosophy. It reminds me of how I personally work with one-on-one clients with trauma and the, whether it's somatically or energetically through uh, visualization NLP to recognize trauma, traumatic experience, and to be in a place where you're so regulated that it doesn't viscerally trigger you. Yes. And then to allow it to be processed, whether that's through emotionally experiencing it, categorizing it and putting it in the past and accepting that it happened, but letting it be in the past um, and reintegrating it, you know, there's many different techniques. You can draw a frame, you can see the frame, the, the scene that happened in the frame, you can white it out, you can draw a new frame, notice the colors around it, breathe them through the body, mm. really connect with that. And what's happening there is, you know, where that trauma is in the body or in the energetic body, the emotional body, the physical body, we're removing it, right? We're like creating mm. that space almost. And once you create that space, what do we fill it with? We fill it with beauty. Whether it's, you know, yes. visualizing that beautiful scene uh, with our friends in a beautiful place in nature, right? And just thinking about this, you're smiling, right? Imagine us being in a mountaintop in Hawaii with a fire dancing. And we, we literally have nothing to worry about. We're, we're there and we have no, no work, no jobs, nothing. Everything is perfect and in harmony. How good does that feel, right? And mm. then notice the energy and the colors around you and breathe those through your entire body. Um, mm. And this reminds me of the Kintsuki philosophy, right? Because what we're doing is creating that space. It's almost like wherever that crack is, right? We're then putting beauty there and rebonding that and creating these new neural connections and these new connections with the body and and finding agency in the body. And Mm -hmm. then from there, what do we have? These beautiful scars, right? Mm, Beautiful scars. Yeah. Man, that's it. That's what it's about. What what you said about visualization, actually, I wanted to touch on that of because course. I believe that everyone visualizes differently, although the word visualization is a generalization itself. Like mm-hmm. visualization, most people think, what can you see? Um, but like you said, what can you see? What can you feel? What can you hear? What can you smell? What can you taste? And I, when I've been working with people, I've been saying, what's your primary modality that you um, experience the world through because if you know your primary then visualization is 10 times easier for you like for me personally mm. my primary aspect is visual like it is visual like i don't know if you're familiar with nlp or the vacog model where it's visual auditory kinesthetic olfactory and gustatory mm-hmm. um when you know your primary one you can make your visualizations more powerful because like you said what it comes down to is like experience and like you said, if you experience some beauty in a trauma, right. then the trauma actually like neurochemically changes itself in your brain to go, oh, it actually doesn't affect me anymore. It doesn't trigger me that badly. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you can use your primary modality, which let's say it's olfactory and, and it's smell, you're saying to yourself, what in this scene can I smell? Like you said, imagine you're, you're, you're on top of the mountain and you're dancing around the fire. Can you smell the fire? Can you like start with the primary one and then expand it to the other ones? Mm -hmm. For me, I always start visual. Then I go to uh, hearing. Then I go to, no, sorry. I go visual, feeling, hearing, Mm -hmm. um, and then smelling and tasting. I'm not too, that they're a bit more difficult for me. Mm -hmm. Um, But 
the whole outcome is to experience, isn't it? And, and like you said, if you, could, if you, if you can start with, and, and just get clear on that. And if anyone listening wants to know how to get clear on that, all I would recommend for you to do is just say what, or, or ask yourself or listen to this question. What are you most aware of right now? <laughs> yeah. Because for me, it's always the microphone, the computer, Ben, like it's always something I see. Is it something you see, feel, here, like some people, one, one lady said this to me once. She was like, "The quietness." I was like, th- "That would never cross my mind ever." Mm-hmm. Or someone might say the the anxiety I'm feeling or the the excitement I'm feeling, and it doesn't matter what one you start with, but just notice if if that's where you start. Like, use your visualization from there. Visualization doesn't have yeah. to be um, seeing yourself there. Like, yeah. eventually get to the point where you can imagine and really create the image. But that doesn't have to be the first one. That's something that I wanted to um, just touch on because it's just a bit of a philosophy I've been working with recently. <laughs> no, that's brilliant. What a brilliant approach and like a really solid golden nugget for uh, for any facilitators that are that are working with clients. I you know because for me right now, what my first experience, my butt in the seat. <laughs> I'm kind of right. Right there, you go. There you go. Feeling based, and so uh, for me, it would be feeling the grass underneath my feet or feeling the sand underneath my feet, feeling my friends and my lover in my arms, you mm. know, feeling the heat of the fire, yeah, on my yeah. skin. And then from there, the whole visual. Comes yeah. It then life. expands, doesn't it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, but if, but if, but like, if I said to you right now, right, Ben, that's it. Right. Hear those birds. Like your minds go, like it, it, the mind is, su- is such a child. When you think about it, the conscious mind is such a child. <laughs> No, uh, um, no, don't want to hear those birds. Don't <laughs> no. want, and then it just makes it difficult. No. But if you said, if you said like, Ben, just feel that grass on your feet. And this is like you said, as a facilitator, you need to be aware of that. Like straight away, you're like, yeah, I can feel that grass. Now I can see it. Now I can hear it now. Yeah. And then it just gets more and more exciting. Yeah. Viscerally, I feel it like, you know, and I've never really approached it in that way where you work with the primary sensory experience i guess that you're most affiliated with you'd call that um but utilizing the every single one of them Mm. but i've been going what do you see now what 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 does the air smell like what do you feel right do you feel the grass on your feet do you hear laughing you know what are you what are you experiencing fully what is the taste you know the smell the association i just recently went to disney world with um, my partner and some friends, Love which that. was funny, and we rode the Avatar ride. And this ride is absolutely freaking absurd. <laughs> and uh, it, it, you you literally are strapped to like this crotch rocket thing, mm. and this crotch rocket thing drops down in front of a gigantic IMAX theater screen. Right. And it you are on a banshee and you're riding a banshee and it's flying through the air and you're you feel like you're flying there's like jets and water spray and like all kinds of crazy stuff but you smell yes. this beautiful floral smell and that like is it. it sinks you into the experience so deeply and so it really touches on all of the um all the Senses. sensory experiences yeah so that's brilliant man thank you for that nugget i'm totally going to use that by the way <laughs> use it use it use it love that love that Awesome. I was going to say, I was going to say, like, I've, I've got a ph- my, my recent philosophy that I am really trying to prove because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very open with stuff right now. And I'm saying, like, I'm what I've believed before has changed. Like, I know that beliefs change. I'm not naive to think that my beliefs will always stay the same. And one of my recent philosophies is I believe that every single person has every answer they ever need can heal themselves. I really do believe this. Mm -hmm. Um, And someone like yourself, like myself, we are merely just a facilitator to get you to Mm -hmm. that point to understand that I I, I believe. And Mm -hmm. um, like, like, like I said, with that visualization experience, I I can't tell you what to do. do I mean, I can't, I, I, I don't think, in, in or to get most effective results because i don't believe you can't not get results because you can it's proven to get results but to get like quicker and more effective results i do believe if you can really understand the individual whether this is in a group setting whether this is as just you learning about yourself or uh one-to-one with someone if you really get them to a point where they know that they can heal themselves, mm-hmm. that they can let go of this emotional trauma, then you don't need to tell them what to do. You just need to sort of be there to say, do that. And, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, yeah. And with a lot of the hypnosis that I'm doing recently is, is working with people to say, okay, so 
this is the issue. And let's, let's say I'm talking to someone, I'm doing conversational hypnosis, which is more what I'm focusing on right now. I'm moving away from all the entertainment stuff because it's not my jam. Um, and again, that's again, a, a part of sort of accepting sometimes you just have to move on from things. Yeah. But when I am talking to someone and I get to a point and I say, okay, so what are you feeling right now? And they, let's say they say, I'm feeling like I've got a rock or, or like a, um, I've got, I've got like a rock in my throat or like just, they, mm-hmm. they explain something mm-hmm. and then you just, you just go with that and go, okay, so what is this rock in your throat? And you really just open up to understand what, why, how, and you just question this rock in their throat. Right. I couldn't come up with the answer that you've got a rock in your throat or that you've got butterflies in your stomach, because if I did, that's then taking away their ability to understand because that rock means nothing i know nothing what that means the butterflies don't have a clue what they mean but what i know is if you give it meaning then you will either heal you'll feel something different or you'll be able to change from it and that's the goal with everything that i'm doing now is realizing you've got the power you've just sometimes you just got to be opened up to it i mean like i had to be opened up to it i didn't if i'm being honest i have read so much from other people i've watched so much from other people that i've been opened up to it mm-hmm. um so like when i say everyone has the ability to heal it's not just like right click my fingers you can heal it's like no 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 there's, there's a process to it there's a process yeah, to it you know i mean you've got to learn something new you've got to experience which is the main thing and that's why i love hypnosis and that's why i love breath work as well mm-hmm. because it's an experience that you won't forget you know i mean mm-hmm. i will never forget my ayahuasca experience because it was such an experience mm-hmm. like it wasn't great but it was such an experience that i will never forget that mm-hmm. just the same way that i won't forget most of my really deep meditations with kintsugi for the mind because the the revelations that i've had from that are just like oh damn <laughs> that's a new way of looking at things <laughs> Do you know what I mean? yeah that's beautiful man what you what you're describing when you said the rock in my throat um, and, and use that description, it really made me think of a, a technique that I use for whenever people feel energy that maybe uh, they, they no longer, you know, want it there in their bodies. Maybe they're feeling grief or they're feeling just dissonant or they're feeling anger, whatever that mm-hmm. is. If we scan the body, we take a moment to take a few foundational breaths and scan the body from top to bottom, we'll notice kind of where that energy lies. So a lot of the mm-hmm. time it can lie in the stomach or the heart. Yeah or the throat. And from there you build out a a kind of an avatar of what that is. So, Mm. um, you know, one thing is what color is it? Yes. Um, is it solid or is it liquid or what's the texture? It's solid and it's rough. Is it heavy or light? It's heavy. Is it, um, hot or cold? It's hot. And so you go through this whole sequence and you build it out. And so you, you, you fully identified what that Mm. is. You're acknowledging it mm-hmm. and then charge up the hands and through visualization, creating these, these beautiful healing hands, which the person does themselves. Yes. Move the energy and put it into a ball in front of them. And then you Love can that. transmute the ball and, and ruin the, and leave the energy out and Love let that. it go. And so, and it's freaking super powerful, but then there's a the space there, right? So then you feel that, fill that space with the energy of the visualization, whether you're kinesthetic auditory visual, you create that scene that your cells are literally shifting into this, this openness, this aliveness, you know, you're releasing oxytocin and, and decreasing the amount of cortisol pumping into your bloodstream. You're feeling good. All the endogenous drugs that we all have inside of us are pumping, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, It's the same exact thing as taking an exogenous drug. Um, and from there, you know, we can really create these, just this new epigenetic expression, I would say, mm. you know, this new genetic expression that wasn't there previously, uh, and really change by yourself, right? Yes. And yes. somebody that's never done any of this before can do this work with a facilitator and it can be life-changing. hundred yeah. percent. That's the thing. No, they don't have a preconceived notion before they do it. They just listen to you. So yeah, and they're doing it themselves. Yeah. And, and it's actually easier if someone hasn't tried multiple different things to try and release this energy or to, to, to right. solve their problem. Exactly. Because it's just like, if someone goes, goes and sees you, you're just like, right, follow this, 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 and this. It's yeah. like someone who's, who's a chef. Like mm-hmm. they don't follow a recipe because they think they know better. 
sometimes it's like, well, no, just follow the recipe because you'll get the same result as the chef that came up with the idea. Mm-hmm. Um, like re- regardless, have your own ideas, like work with your own things. But sometimes it does, it does make sense. Um, and I've seen it happen with people that I, I feel like my goal is just to get people to that aha moment. And when they yeah. get there, it's just like, that's it. Belief change. Like from that moment in time, you've, you've shifted your uh, timeline into, into your new self. And once you've got that, I mean, it's different. So what techniques and and practices have you found that work best at getting people to the aha moment? Conversational hypnosis for me. And, and like I said, when I do trance now, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't judge a person to say, this is how you do trance. And that's what I used to do. Like I said, I'm, I'm not naive to think that I've done things wrong in the past because I have. Mm -hmm where someone will go like like everyone does i think i think one of my biggest things is i've always i always want to be really humble um and and i think i take that from people like joe dispenser i look at him i'm like he's so humble and i just rate that about him Mm -hmm. how can i generally take that and it's like accept your flaws and just like accept that you aren't the best but you can always become the best and i I truly believe that like one day i I will be known for being the best at what i do 100 Mm -hmm. um and right now i know the most i know but I can only grow from that. Exactly. But when it, when it comes down to um, really getting someone to that aha moment, I used to do it by close your eyes, take a deep breath in and breathe out, take you down a journey. Induction. Do yeah. Like your typical hypnosis induction. And now most people don't realize when I'm doing hypnosis, um, mainly because hypnosis can be eyes open. Sure. But I, I actually put myself in trance when I work reason being is then I'm not acting from ego. I'm acting from my subconscious. And someone said to me, do you channel energy when you work? Cause I've been doing a weekly group uh, where I do group hypnosis. And I said, I was like, do you know what? I'm not sure. I was like, I think I do, but I don't intentionally channel energy. Mm-hmm. But what I would say is just my subconscious talking of what needs to be said. And I'll guide someone for a process and, I can put someone into trance very easily just by questions, mm-hmm. just by asking certain questions and just encouraging certain things and then telling certain stories and adding in certain words, mm-hmm. pausing in certain places, emphasizing certain words and putting someone into trance is actually a lot easier than what I used to do because it used to be a whole process. Whereas now it may take about 10, 15 minutes, right. but I don't need to tell someone I'm doing it. And right. Once someone is in trance, they could be having a full-on conversation. And I, I had this with a guy um, recently. He he was out of it. He came to me for sl- he he was struggling with sleep. He had insomnia, and yeah. I was doing a group group session, and he was in the group. And I was watching I was watching him in the group, and he literally just went, and his eyes were rolling like that. He'd never done hypnosis before, but his eyes were rolling. His eyes were rolling like that. He then sort of limp. And he was like that. And then by the end of it, I was talking to two of the girls um, and I just said, no, and he was just conked out completely, completely mm-hmm. gone. And I was like, I'll just, I'll just wait for him. I'll speak to him after. And he came back around and he was like, I, I literally, all I said, I was like, and I'm not going to say his name, but hi, Ben, like, I mean, his name's not Ben, but I'll just say, I'll just use Ben. Um, yeah, Ben, you can come back around now. And as soon as I said that, he literally just went, that was insane he was like what what just happened he was like how long was i gone for and then and then he looked at me and he goes am i still in trance and i was like are you still in trance and and like it's it's kind of like i like to play with it because it's just interesting sure and and it's such a fascinating place where you can literally have dramatic shifts in that in that in that moment and he was just like like am i in trance and i was like do you want to go back into trance and he was like do i want to go back into trance and i and I just literally, and I literally, I didn't really say anything. And he literally just went. <laughs> he fell back asleep. Yeah. Like fully, fully. And, yeah, and yeah. it was a very interesting experience because some people are more suggestible. They just are period. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So working with those people is always so fun because it's just very interesting. Mm-hmm. And I said, I was like, you've got a superpower. If you are very suggestible, you can use that to your ability and you can yep. get so much from it. Yeah. Um, but everyone is suggestible. It's just, we've got different levels of it. So everyone can be hypnotized, but to get someone to that aha moment, it's really asking certain questions that, like I said, I can't really give you 
a certain question that I would ask because it's dependent on the person. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like someone could be sitting there and I was doing it with someone who had a fear of spiders. And every time I brought up a certain word and it was, I think it was spiders. I can't remember. Really, she would itch here mm -hmm. every single time. Yep. And then when we did, we, I, I can't remember exactly what we did. If I'm honest, like I said, it's, it's all sort of just like what comes in subconsciously. And then eventually started itching here. And I was like, that's interesting. The itch has moved. And I was like, did you notice where the itch has gone? Mm -hmm. And then eventually the itch just went. And I was like, there, that's when you know the problem solved because subconsciously it's gone. And, yeah. and when, when something is subconscious, like, do you know what I mean? You don't realize when you're itching. You don't, right. you don't realize it. It's just there. But then the itch has moved. So the problem's moved. The problem's not gone. But then the problem went and she wasn't itching. And I was like, wow. I, like, I sort of shocked myself with it. And I was like, so where's the itch? I was like, what happens when you think about the problem? She was like, oh, it doesn't seem as scary as it used to seem. Mm. And, this and I was like, conversational hypnosis. Yeah, that's all through conversational hypnosis. Gotcha. That, that's where my route is going. Um, Love it. Mainly like because it's kind, I mean, kind of yes, kind of no, because I'm not massive on, I, I tell you what, someone who's a very good talk therapist will do hypnosis without them realizing it. Right. And that's, that's a superpower when someone's just like, um, like just talk therapy or counseling that isn't so much, um, as healing as conversational hypnosis, right. because in conversational hypnosis, I can go through a certain story. And I, I did it with one of my other clients and she was literally watching me. So I do all my stuff online and she's literally sitting here like this. And she just went, I can't move. <laughs> and she was like, I can move my eyes, but I can't move. And I was like, because you're stuck aren't you and it feels weird and then when you start to work with the you start to again effectively hypnosis building a belief in someone and i started to build that belief that she was stuck that she couldn't mm -hmm. move mm -hmm. and when i started to build that belief she just began to become even more stuck mm -hmm. and then eventually i just i just stayed silent for about five minutes and i just watched the cogs in her head in this trance state heal whatever needed to be healed I said what I needed to say and I just, I just left it there. And then she just all of a sudden went, what did you Bounce just do? Back. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, that's when I know it's changed because I could say three, two, one, come back around. Sure. But again, like I said, my philosophy really is you have your healing power. Right. If you need to stay in trance for 10 minutes, do it for 10 minutes. You need to stay in trance for one more minute, stay for mm -hmm. one more minute. I don't like, like to cut people off and, um, change it Th there's obviously times where i will because it needs to happen like you can't have someone like that, that guy that was sleeping i had to bring him back around because he he was he was in the zone he was in the place <laughs> yeah um and and obviously that had to end so there are certain times and that's as a facilitator like you know with stuff that you do you mm -hmm. have to you you have to be wary with different people and everyone's so unique we all do things in a different way and we all do trance in a different way some people do it eyes closed head down mm -hmm. other people do it like they're fully awake and fully conscious but they're just zoning out and their minds running through certain things all the time sure absolutely yeah for me it's really been about the discovery of basically what you just said a little earlier uh that as soon as kind of the thinking mind goes offline then the intuitive body the intuitive mind kicks in and begins to naturally heal itself mm. it's like you know the prefrontal cortex is kind of what separates us from it is what separates us from the rest of the animal kingdom but it also separates us from the ability to discharge and cathartically release energy from our bodies at at the moment at the very moment 100%, because we 100%. might be socially it might feel socially um, not accepted to do so but a dog mm -hmm. you look at a dog or a gazelle or almost any animal in nature as soon as they get flustered woo, they shake yeah. it off yeah immediately. yeah and we, what do we do? We suppress it, right? Because yeah. we can think about our social engagement. We can think about what we may look like. We can think about what that judgment may feel like and if we're worthy and et cetera, et cetera. So kind of our greatest, our greatest gift is also our, <laughs> our, our worst enemy at the same exact time. And I tell people as soon as that, as soon as the, 
the, you know, cause we can also consider the ego in the thinking mind. As soon as the ego, as soon as the thinking mind relaxes and, and takes a nap while you are still awake, your body mm. begins to heal itself. Totally and, believe that. And also when we are, we're asleep, right? The thinking mind's kind of offline. The whole brain is active, but what happens when we sleep? We detox, we rejuvenate. Nails body, grow, hair grows. Everything grows, everything repairs, everything heals. The greatest way to heal is to go to sleep, right? Mm. Um, and, you know, but ultimately if you want to resolve trauma or if you want to resolve, you know, emotional pain, then you need to sleep while you're awake in a sense. <laughs> And effectively yeah effectively yeah and and the sonic neural breath work the breath work that we teach and now i train people to teach as well it's such a powerful tool because that breath brings you into such a deep trance state just like mm. the hypnosis and allows you to have this this kind of powerful awakening experience which is great and amazing right that awakening experience but what the real meat and potatoes is is person that's never even heard of reiki can start to do reiki on themselves while yes. they're in that trance state they can begin to really work and shape their body and cathartically and somatically and release energy, um, which is so powerful to, to witness because some people that are doing this have never done anything like this in their lives. And yeah, so yeah. when the thinking mind goes, the energy flows. I mean, it, this is how it is. And I love that you're doing that through just a conversation. Like, I think yeah. that that's so bad. <laughs> I, I, I still think it's quite cool if I'm honest, but it's so cool. Yeah. What, what that proves so is subtle. It, it really is it really yeah. is and i'm forever like i, I say my, my work ethic is incredibly high if i'm being honest yeah. so if someone listens or watches one video i'll watch five Do you know i mean i i right. I, I don't know that there's, there's your work ethic is, is wild yeah like yeah. I, I i do believe that i have got a very good work ethic mainly because i just want to add more value like in my journal exactly. so i so, so i made i made a journal which is basically um, it's a morning page and then an, an evening page. The morning, I write down certain things. Evening, write down certain things and just like tick a few right. boxes, write a few things down. Um, and the reason I made it, it was just for me. I just wanted the, I wanted it in a book. I didn't want to print it off. Right. And then I just said, if you want to buy it, you can buy it. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's not in the Kintsugi book. It's actually another. Yes, it's a separate book. It's all on my website. So if you go onto my website on the home page, you click the Kintsugi book. You can go to the Kintsugi book. You click the other one. It's like a 180 days to change uh, to turn your life around. Um, What's the you, website? Uh, Maxindle.com. So M A X H I N D L E dot com. Um, it's it's all all on there on, on the the front page of it. And then also the Kintsugi for the mind guided process is on my website as well. So there's a page for it. Um, if, if you want to like just follow the guided process because it's just easier to start with beautiful um but the the interesting thing is like, like you said your my philosophy of everything right now is look if, if we're he, if we're self-healing it doesn't matter how you get there it doesn't matter that you get there but i don't mm -hmm. care how sure. and the, the beautiful thing is like you said we do i mean it's similar what we do but it's mm -hmm. totally different at the same time sure but we're looking for trance and we're looking for healing so yeah. the outcome's the same but the method is completely different. Yep. And yeah, I, I find it fascinating how when I, when I understand how to talk, because the interesting thing is that I used to be the most anxious, shy person. Mm -hmm. I used to be the worst person at telling stories, the worst conversationalist. Really? So my goal, I think... Now you're a professional. <laughs> exactly. You know I mean? My job is literally telling stories, having conversations. And I used to... Like, that used to be my biggest flaw. It used to be my biggest flaw, mainly because of experiences I had as a child and how I would be rushed. Like, I used to have a stutter when I was younger and stuff like that. Um, like, not, not, ma not that bad, but my mum said it was frustrating and annoying. <laughs> sure. um, but Which made it worse. <laughs> it, it, well, exactly, exactly. And, and it's nothing she did wrong. Do you know what I mean? She didn't do it on purpose. It, like, yeah. I was an annoying kid. So naturally, but, but we don't realise how much of an effect that has on people. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting that my biggest flaw, again, despite what you've been despite your painful past my biggest flaw is now become my biggest strength like you said um you, you said i can't remember what you just said it about uh the the prefrontal cortex our yeah. biggest strength is actually our biggest flaw and yep. the interesting thing is which i've written about in the book is the yin yang um and i watched a video of alan watts and he basically spoke about the yin yang in a way that i will never the yin yang symbol in a way that i'll never not think about it yeah yin yang is black and white there's um and, and the way that he explained it is imagine it as two fish two fish with an eye 
there's the good and the bad, the bad and the good. Um, if the bad ate up the good, it would just be a white circle. Uh, it would just be a black circle. Black circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If the good ate up the bad, it would just be a white circle. So, like, the, it, it's it's just it's just not a yin yang symbol. Like, it's just nothing. It is just mm-hmm. nothing. Like, black or white, it's just nothing. So yeah. it physically can't be. There has to be a good with the bad and a bad with the good. Because, like, think about anything. Water is something that we all need. Mm-hmm. But too much water can drown your body. Mm-hmm. Um, like, if you drink it. Um, like, th- there's, there's always a good in the bad. And this is what I encourage everyone to do mm-hmm. in their situations is, hold on, my camera's unfocused because of my face on the book. <laughs> no, it's all good <laughs> Touch your face Come back. there we go there we go um but yeah it's if if we can if we can realize that in every bad situation there is good somewhere yeah and and the, the first experience that always comes to mind for me was when i came back from bali i had no money and me and my sister um we both came back and we both had no money so we and painted some here. offices <laughs> <laughs> that's a common theme <laughs> come home with some money <laughs> literally um so the the interesting thing was we had no money and we were like right let's make some money so we went to paint some offices and it was about three grand i think we got paid in total but like mm-hmm. when i say again back to my work ethic we were there i think 12 days straight we didn't have a day off and we were there from like eight in the morning until like nine at night most nights oh my god just because we wanted to get it done um so yes you might say three grand in 12 days but that's three grand in 12 days for a lot of hours oh yeah um, it's like 10 we an got, hour or something. Exactly, exactly. So we got to the last day perfect. Not a, not a paint mark anywhere. Everything was cut in. It was it was just it was just perfect. Just mm-hmm. cleaning up. And it wasn't my sister's fault. She just picked up all the flooring, picked up a 10 10 liter tub of white paint. The only oh. time I've ever seen black carpets went all over the black carpets because the paint tub split. So my immediate body reaction was you dick. <laughs> but then yeah, I literally yeah. said, I was, I was like, no, I genuinely apologize. Like that was just a reaction. That really was just a reaction. Let's mm-hmm. sort it out. Um, but whenever something bad happens, we, um, the way that we played it, I was like, we, let's just play the could be worse game. Like it could be worse. Yeah. It could be a Thursday. Luckily it was a Friday and everyone went home and they were gone for the weekend. Yeah. Um, so we, we just played the game of just making life a game of like, well, it could be worse. Like, yes, my car broke. I did this when my car broke down, Mm -hmm. uh, my old car. It could be worse. I could have got to the roundabout. I could have got T-boned, flipped, and I could have died. I'm alive. Like, I always, I I take things to a a worse extreme. And like I say, it could naively, I could be naive of it, but it keeps me happy. And that's all I really focus on. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I love that, man. And just having that really, you know, as as, uh, Garrett James has his book, uh, I believe I'm saying saying his name's right, his name right, but he's over in Austin, Texas, a really cool thought leader. But change your mindset, change your life, and mm. and actually posted about this the other day. Just these simple little mindset changes, they do so much for us. And I I find myself still, you know, I've been doing and serving uh, the most powerful entheogenic medicines, breath work, hypnosis, everything. I've got all the tools in my tool bag, and I still get triggered. I mean, my gosh, yeah. you know, and, and little things like fuck, why won't this camera work the way I want it to <laughs> get angry at the camera? Like it's not the camera's fault, dummy. It's you. <laughs> That's I tell you what, I, I'm actually very proud. Um, that little things just don't wind me up. And I, yeah. that, that's, that's, a, that's a harness skill that I practiced. You know I mean, it didn't mm-hmm. just happen. Cause I used to, I used, someone sold me a broken TV once telling me it was a 4k Samsung TV cheap oh, that he stole from somewhere. And I was like, yeah, I'll take it. I ended up getting so pissed off that I spent the money on it that I ended up punching a hole in my door and threw a TV downstairs. So I came from being very triggered, but (laughs) when little things happen, my, my honest reaction now is what is this telling me? Mm -hmm. And the other day I um, got to the point where I I spent loads of money, loads of money came out of my account and I was like, damn, I'm broke. I'm actually broke again. I never thought I'd get back here. Like I've had months where I've earned 10 K in a month. Like I didn't think I'd come back to, literally a hundred pounds in my account and i'm like mm-hmm. oh no what am i gonna do mm-hmm. um and i went on a podcast with um another friend of mine and he said to me and, and i just i just explained my story and i was like look like i'm just gonna be open and honest with like everything like i, I went broke again and and that, that's not me being naive and going or me being negative and saying right that's it i'm not an abundant being i was like no no i'm just stating the facts like there's no money in my account mm-hmm. um but when I said that, I sort of, it reminded me of a Tony Robbins story where he said, I just released 
the power of needing that money. And I just went, you know what? Like the universe has got me. I'm just going to figure it out. I always figure it out. I always figure it out. Yeah. And when I just sort of just expressed it, explained it and said it Mm -hmm. and just said to myself, like, it's going to figure itself out. Once I got to that point, it just dawned on me that that feeling of that anxiety of like, what am I going to do when I can't afford to to pay my bills and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. just sort of went. And then that day I made like 700 pounds and I was like, Do you know what I mean? Like it's just, it's it's stupid. It's stupid. Yeah. But I love it. Little and reminders that you're the creator of your reality. <laughs> man, like for real, for real. Yeah. Big time. But 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 I didn't not do anything. Do you know what I mean? Like I still sure. like when I look back to um like all the videos I post on YouTube, all the pe- people I've worked with, that is the momentum that carried me to that point. You know I mean, it wasn't just me going, right, yeah. that's it, I'm sitting there and I'm going to manifest 700 pounds. Because again, I, I didn't limit it. I didn't say how much I needed. I just said more money. Um, yeah. And 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 it it, 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 it did come. Um, and But like I said, I, my, my understanding of manifestation now is really, I don't try to manifest things. I know my goals of what I want to achieve. Um, but I just let the universe give me what I need at that moment in time. And for example, last year was just a bad year financially. It just was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe that served me very well. Mm-hmm. So I look at manifestation in a way that I want the universe to give me what I need right now, because five, six years ago, if I would have got money back then, I would have spent it all on cocaine. I'd probably be dead if I'm being sure. completely honest. So I look at that as like, no, the universe knows when to give me money. Mm-hmm. And we're here to experience the full spectrum of life, the both the broke, the rich, the sick, the healthy, the, the, the hills and the valleys, you know, the good times and the bad times, you know, we're, we didn't come here. Earth is not a place you come to, to experience one spectrum of life. Yeah, 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 not even close. So, you know, just anybody that's listening that might be going through a little bit of a valley, just know that every, you know, I, I love this, this saying, it's not this too shall pass, but this too shall change. The only thing that mm. can just change itself. So everything consistently and constantly changes. And sometimes we can feel like we're going to be stuck here forever. Like I'm going to be broke forever and sick forever and, and single forever. And I'll never get laid again. And, you know, I'll never make another dollar and I'm not worthy of it. It's, that's not how it goes. You know, we, money comes and goes, love comes and goes, uh, romantic love. But ultimately it's just a moment. This lifetime is just a moment. It's just a blink of an eye in the, in the, in the realm of eternity. And, and we're here to just learn all of the lessons, the full spectrum of it all. And at the end of the day, whether I get triggered or not, right. Whether I'm like, you know, you know, grounded as this spiritual teacher and this mentor and guide, and then I get triggered over my camera focus being off. Right. (laughs) At the end of the day, I have to do exactly what you're doing right now is just fucking laugh at it all. You know, Man, like, for real hilarious joke you know like how funny yeah. is this you know for me the guy that gets triggered over the over the camera uh you know focused to be positioned as, as someone that teaches how to be very zen <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i've with with that that topic itself mm-hmm. my philosophy's changed again like i said naively i used to think like i i feel like we all go through processes in, in our life in our journey and our healing process whatever you in our manifestation process and achieving goals and we go from like uh, initially naively optimistic because mm-hmm. you have to be because if you weren't naively optimistic yeah, you wouldn't yeah. think that like like when you think about it someone let, let's say you want to earn 10 million dollars a year mm-hmm. you do realize that's like over a million dollars a month mm-hmm. like you do realize that's like how, however much that is a day like that's what like yeah. 50 grand a day maybe something like that i don't know that, that's, 20, that's a lot grand. yeah but when you think about it, that is possible, sure, but sure. you've got to be quite naive to think that that is possible in the start. Then yeah. you start to gain traction. Then you become a bit uh, pessimistic. Then you get optimistic. Then you get that God complex of like, well, and which I've been through. I am this spiritual being, so I cannot get upset. I cannot get unhappy and I can never, never be triggered. And I can never say anything bad to another person. Good luck. Whereas now I think like <laughs> if someone, if someone punches my mum, best believe I'm going to go punch them back. I'll get them in a headlock and take them out, I'll choke them out. <laughs> um, well, you're not Buddhist, so it's okay, man. <laughs> you're but like, but, but, but like, you know, like, what is it? I think it's from um, Christianity. It's like, turn the other cheek. Like my no, honest sure. opinion, I don't want to live that life. That's not sure. a bad life to live. Like, sure. I, th- I think it's just a, a level of self-awareness. Where do you actually want to live on, on a level of self-awareness? 
Well, and we look at Christianity and who's the, who's the rooted figure of Christianity? Who's the superhero in Christianity? It's Jesus. Right? Yeah. What, what did Jesus do whenever he saw blasphemy? Dude went in the building and started flipping over tables. Imagine if you saw people ruining their lives by drinking in a bar and doing cocaine. You went in there and started smashing glasses and pulling people's chairs out from under them. That's what Jesus did, you know, and said, what the fuck are y'all doing in here? Get out of here, man. You're going to ruin your life. You know, this is what the yeah, man yeah. did. The dude wasn't a Christian. The dude didn't say turn, you know, he, he wasn't a Christian. Jesus was never a Christian. It's something I always have to tell Christians. It's like, oh boy, it gives me a, a headache sometimes. I'm like, they created him as their leader sort of thing. Well, Jesus taught the same thing that Buddha taught, you know, which is the, the underlying principle of compassion, right? Yes. To be loving and to be, and to be infinite and to be, immortal and to be this eternal being you know jesus realized himself fully you know mm. this is what happened with jesus and i love the autobiography of jesus i forget who the author's name is but it's an amazing book and it talks about uh she channeled jesus and whether it was you know channeling that i take everything with a grain of salt but as i'm reading it it's just be this beautiful book and it goes in how he traveled to india and africa and how he, he, he trained in meditation in Africa and India and, you know, met all these different people and, and caravaned with these tribes and these gypsies and learned all about life through mm. back and practice his meditation and practice uh, yoga and probably yoga asana and practiced um, his spiritual, you know, practices with yeah. Mary. And then eventually had a dream about being baptized by John the Baptist and went to the waters to see John the Baptist and it's hilarious in the book. It, it, it draws John the Baptist as his hellfire and brimstone, you know, Baptist preacher kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. And as Jesus made it up to him, John the Baptist is like, are you ready to ascend into the gates of heaven? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I love that. I love that. Well, yeah, that's why I'm here. Duh. Like that's his response. Jesus is like, well, of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, aren't we all here? For the I same love thing? that. And he says, as soon as he hit the water, boom, he had a cathartic release and had this big cathartic release and this big, wow visceral releasing of energy, which I have experienced, you know, so I, I started, I deeply connected to this story and then spent the next several days in the woods by himself, silent meditation, um, which brought him to this, this ineffable ability to believe something so deeply and have such deep faith, which we all have the capacity to do that something would be healed immediately. Yes. And you see this yeah. in, in there's a form of Chinese medicine where these these female nuns, these monks, I'm not sure what you call them, they're Chinese, but they're praying over over a tumor, a cancerous tumor, and you're watching yes. it in the I've heard this. in the scan and it's they're they're praying and saying, No disease, no disease, no disease, the disease is gone, the disease is gone. Yeah, yeah. Leaving it so deeply in their body and you're watching this tumor shrink. Yes. On yes. the screen. And this is what Jesus did, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like people are still doing it today. Mm. And, um, you know, it, it, you know, we needed a figure. We, we mm. needed a figure to, to identify and, and to rely on and metaphorically place our, our faith in something that eventually we could potentially wake up to the experience of. And I'll say yeah. that again. We needed something to, with our thinking minds, with our monkey minds, to believe in. So that maybe one day we may be able to experience what these metaphors are really talking about, which is experiential yes. truth, which is the healing that takes place whenever somebody, you know, you have conversational hypnosis and they're in deep trance. You have plant medicine experience, this aha moment, this, mm. this enlightenment moment. And so, you know, it, it, it's not, it's not far-fetched. And I know I just went on a Jesus rant, but it's not far-fetched to, um, to say that we are all capable of attaining Jesus-like abilities 100%, yeah, 100%. Sure, like abilities. and what did the man say he and this is something i tell every other christian as well and I, I love christians they they have good um good intentions for sure but they their their good intentions are outweighed by their limiting beliefs mm. right, in themselves mm. because you know there's one guy and you got to be you got to believe in that guy and ooh, you know yeah, yeah, that's yeah. very convenient for all the popes, the the priests, and the pastors, right? And one guy you got to listen to because he's the channel for God. Anyway, you know the man said, and I, um, it's in Luke, but I forget the either Luke or Matthew. I forget the exact verse, but it says, "Do as I do, and you will do as I have done." In fact, you will do greater things. Mm. The dude told you 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, plain and simple. If you do, if you meditate and take your spirituality seriously and believe and have deep faith, then you will do better things than me. So that's my Jesus rant for the day. Thank you for bringing him up, brother. (laughs) (laughs) I'll gonna say like because because that's a very interesting um way of looking at things like mm-hmm. the 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 bible itself have you ever read power versus force oh yeah david yeah, so yeah mm-hmm. love his stuff he he's Me an incredible too. man i've been watching loads of his um uh what do you call them like lectures on youtube and yep. he's he's just got the greatest energy you look at him you're just like I, he's a he's a good guy he's a really good guy and yep through the the power versus force sort of like the energy uh levels mm-hmm. they said that he was saying that over time the bible has been rewritten so many times and been like altered to set an, a narrative i suppose sure. um that changes the way that people think for some other reason i don't know why um but the the vibrational frequency of the bible has decreased over time um yep but but like you said, Jesus himself, he was at the stage of enlightenment, which is yeah, that, yeah. that that thousand exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, well, like what was like how, how does how does one get there? And when you think about it, like when when you said about people being baptized and stuff like that, to me, it doesn't actually make sense to like what you just said just sparked this in my mind. It doesn't make sense to baptize a child because right. they haven't done what Jesus did to experience his did you say cathartic release i've never heard it in that way but is, is yeah. that what is that yes. where the body shakes in certain ways yeah exactly the body just goes into this convulsion right, right? and you can consciously do this through somatic experiencing and releasing yeah, and that's exactly yoga. the same thing with the method i didn't know it was called that but that's exactly right. the experience you have at the end but that, very there common something very common with plant medicine five amino dmt especially that people just have this totally like visceral release yes yes so so that's that's very interesting enlightened me in that way because that is what happens at the end of the that's the goal that i want to get people to now i can explain that so there we go the universe comes comes to you in in, in nuggets and today's nugget was in ben (laughs) yay it's where yeah i've got a bunch of nuggets from you today bro it's (laughs) it's where the body like as soon as the thinking mind shuts off right the body can begin to just uh, express itself and yes what's the two greatest ways to release energies through movement and through the voice so Cathartic releases through both. <laughs> love that, love that. But yeah. but like you said, so, so someone to attain that 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 sheer belief that Jesus had, he he didn't do that by age twenty five. He didn't do that by age that he did that through years and years of practice, meditation, understanding. Then that he time, went sorry. to go and get baptized. Mm-hmm. Um. So like, f- for me it doesn't make sense. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. Do you know what I mean, like right. we, we should do what we, we believe is the right thing to do. But right. for me, it doesn't actually make sense to do it because that child has not done that experience. No, um, it's social. It, what is it? It's a social it, acceptance, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, yeah. You go get your kid baptized by the priest, the Catholic church that you've been going to your entire life. I mean, it's something yeah. that, you know, you also get married with the Catholic priest there and, and yeah, know, yeah. Everything revolves around the Catholic priest. And if, I mean, he's the channel for God, right? So yeah. I mean, <laughs> people have good intentions, uh, but they're outweighed by their limiting beliefs, you know, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, man. So, uh, before we hop off here, it's been such an awesome conversation, brother. So grateful. Um, how can we support one another? When is the weekly hypnosis meetup and how can people learn more about that? Yes. So I've literally just put a pause to the weekly hypnosis. Okay. Um, reason being is because of all the changes that I'm doing within my business right. um, and focusing everything on YouTube now. Okay. Um, but if someone goes over to maxindle.com, you can schedule in a call with me um, to work one-to-one with me. Uh, if, you, if you've got something, if you like I said, if you want to create your perfect life, despite what you've been through, I can show you how to do that mm-hmm. um, while healing the things that you need to heal as well. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's sort of the process. But yeah, if anyone wants to connect with me, just type in Max Hindle anywhere. You'll, you'll be able to find me. I would always recommend to message me on Instagram um, because that's where I'll probably most reply. But yeah, if someone wants to work with me one-to-one, they want to grab the book, anything like that, or they want to work in my weekly group that will eventually start back up, then just head over to maxindle.com. Great, brother. Thank you so much, man. I'm so excited for what's in the future for us and finally get you over the, uh, the puddle and in, uh, into a, the United States down in Mexico. Will. Yeah. We will. Well, when, when I'm in Mexico, I'll definitely um, hit you up and potentially fly over to the States or vice versa. You fly over to Mexico and we can, 
make a make make a party out of it. Yeah, I'm slightly jealous that you have you know the cool English accent, you know, in the one <laughs> in Game of Thrones, but. Man, I'm jealous of the American accent. We, 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 we've all got something to be jealous of. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. My American accent's kick ass, ain't it? Come on now. We can watch some NASCAR. Good to hang out, Bubba. Come on. Bring your book. Can't read it, but shit. I like the pictures. But I can, I can, I can say water. Water. <laughs> I know. I think the only way to say H now is H. Like, <laughs> you're actually saying h like you're using the sound of h in the word anyway we're getting off topic here thank you so much bro it's such a pleasure to be your friend and to know you and and, and yeah everybody go check out max highly highly recommend working one-on-one with him he is a jedi and like you said he can help you cultivate that perfect life while healing the past much love brother thank you so much much love peace out everybody hey there family and thank you so much for listening to the podcast If you enjoyed this episode, then I invite you to go and leave a five-star review with some words of love and encouragement. I read each and every review, each and every comment, so you know that I'm going to feel that love in my heart and reflect it right back to you. Reviews are so important. They bring a big smile to my face. They motivate me and inspire me. So if you enjoyed the episode, please go let me know. And don't forget to go show our sponsors some love, guys. Our sponsors are amazing. They're amazing people with amazing products, amazing missions, and I love them. I buy every single product that sponsors this podcast, and I love each and every one of them. And I know you will, too. There's only one way to find out, so go check them out, guys. Also, don't forget to go to connectandevolve.com and check out everything we have coming up for 2022. We have our sacred embodiment retreats in Sedona, Arizona, five of them this year, and they're going to go quick. And I would love for you guys to be there. They're going to be incredible, super transformational, and it's just such a blessing to do this work in the beautiful Red Rocks of Sedona. So that's connectandevolve.com forward slash retreats. Also, we have our breathwork facilitator trainings happening all year long, and they're the six-week online powerhouse trainings where you learn how to share the power of the breath with the world and make a living doing it. We also have our quantum coaching and all the other healing offerings that we have there at connectandevolve.com. So go check it out, guys. In the meantime, I love you all. So, so much gratitude for each and every one of you. Remember that you are the light and that we are the keepers of the new earth. This is our time to shine, family. So go out there and thrive. Until next time, be blessed. Peace.